right, welcome back, guys. Um, while I was doing my reading of uh, Three Kings, the third chapter, anyway, something uh, brought me back to Baruch chapter 3. And it has, I will read it through with all the references out into the Bible, and there's a lot. Um, this, uh, whew, this is a big chapter. Um, grab your Bibles and follow along. Like I say, uh, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, the books of the Apocrypha are left out of all modern Bibles and even in the 1611 King James where it is uh, it's it's to me it's corrupt it's not the same compare those scriptures to the Matthews and it's the Matthews is just much clearer so I'm going to begin just bear with me I'll be turning through the Bible Matthews Bible for all these references so we're starting chapter 3 of Baruch it says, And now, O Lord Almighty, thou God of Israel, our, our soul that is in trouble and our spirit that is vexed, crieth unto thee, Hear us, O Lord, and have pity upon us, for thou art a merciful God. Be gracious unto us, for we have sinned before you. You endurest forever, should we then utterly perish. O Lord Almighty, Thou God of Israel. And this reference is to Ephesians 2a. And I've got some tabs, but let's just see. Okay, Ephesians 2a. It says, And you hath, and you hath he quickened also that were dead in trespass and sin, in the which in times past you walked according to the course of this world and after the governor that ruleth in the air that's Satan the prince of the air the spirit that now worketh in the children of unbelief among which we also have our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh and fulfilled the will of the flesh and of the mind and were naturally the children of wrath even as well as other and it says, naturally, the children of wrath. There's a reference that says, we be all by nature the children of wrath and heirs of damnation. But God, which is rich in mercy through his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead by sin, hath quickened us together in Christ. For by grace are you saved and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly things through Jesus, Christ Jesus. Okay. It says, Hear now, back to Baruch, Hear now the prayer of the dead Israelites and of their children, which have sinned before thee, and not hearkened unto the voice of the Lord their God, for the which cause these plagues hang now upon us. Okay, we've got several references just on that line. Daniel, we're going to Daniel 3C. So, Daniel 3C. Here we go. It says, And though he will not, yet thou 
Yet shalt thou know, O king, that we will not serve the God, thy gods, nor do reverence to the image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of indignation, so that the countenance of his face changed upon Sirach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he charged and commanded that the oven should be made seven times hotter than it was wont to be, and spake unto the strongest worthies, I guess that's uh, men or soldiers, uh, that were in his house, host, for to bind Sidrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the hot burning oven. So these men were bound on their coats, hosen, shoes with their other garments, and cast into the hot burning oven. For the king's commandment was so straight, and the oven was exceedingly hot. As for the men that put in Sidrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the flame of the fire destroyed them. And these three men, Sidrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down in the hot burning oven, being fast bound. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king marveled and stood up in all haste. He spake unto his counsel and said, Did not ye cast these three men bound into the fire? They answered and said unto the king, Yeah, O king. He answered and said, Lo, for all that ye do, I see four men going loose in the midst of the fire, and nothing corrupt. And the fourth is like an angel to look upon. Upon this went Nebuchadnezzar unto the mouth of the hot burning oven. He spake also and said, I went a little too far, I think. Okay, so we're going, we're still referencing to the Israelites and their children, which have sinned before, not hearken to the voice. We're going to go to Jer Jeremy 2C. And just bear with me while I turn. Jeremy 2C. Wherefore, I am constrained, saith the Lord, to make my complaint upon you and upon your children. Go into the isles of Sethem and look well. Send unto Cedar. Take diligent heed and see whether such things be done there whether the Gentiles themselves deal so falsely and untruly with their gods, which yet are no gods indeed, but my people have given over their high honor for a thing that may not help them. Be astonished, O ye heavens, be afraid, be abashed at such a thing, saith the Lord. For my people have done two evils. They have forsaken me the well of water of life, and dig them pits, yeah, vile and broken pits that hold no water. Is Israel a bondservant or one of the household? Why is he then so spoiled? Why do they roar and cry upon him as a lion? They have made his land waste. His cities are so burnt, burnt up that there is no man dwelling in them. Yeah, the children of Noph and Caphnes have deviled thy neck. We're going to now go to Jeremy 3c. So that's just one chapter over. The Lord said un also unto me, In the time of Josiah the king, hast thou seen what the shrinking Israel hath done? How she hath run up upon all the hills and among all thick trees, and there played the harlot, Hast thou seen also, when she had done all this, 
how I said unto her that she should turn again unto me, and yet she is not returned. Judah, the unfaithful sister of hers, also saw this, namely, that after I had well seen the adultery of the shrinking harlot Israel, I put her away and gave her a bill of divorcement. For all this, her unfaithful sister Judah was not ashamed, but went back and played the whore also. Yeah, and the noise of her whoredom hath defiled the whole land, for for she hath committed adultery with stones and stocks. Nevertheless, her unfaithful sister Judah is not turned unto me again with her whole heart, but feignedly, saith the Lord. And we're going to go to Jeremy 5, B and C. So we're in the same area. Jeremy 5, B. Therefore, I thought in myself, preadventure, they are so simple and foolish that they understand nothing of the Lord's way and judgments of our God. Therefore will I go unto their heads and rulers and talk with them. If they know the way of the Lord and the judgments of our God, but these in like manner have broken the yoke and burst the bands and sonder. Um, this says, Wherefore a lion out of the wood shall hurt them, and there's a note that says, Wherefore a lion, and see, let me get my magnifier, hang on. Under the name of the beast is signified the king of Babylon, and a wolf in the evening shall destroy them. The cat of the mountain shall lie lurking by their cities to tear in pieces all them that come there out. For their offenses are many, and their departing away is great. Should I then, for all this, have mercy upon thee? Thy children have forsaken me, and sworn by them that there that are no gods. And albeit they were bound to me in marriage, yet, till, yet they fell to adultery and haunted harlots' houses. In the desire of uncleanliness lust, they are become like the stoned horse. Every man nayeth at his neighbor's wife. Should I not correct this, said the Lord? Should I not be avenged of every people that is like unto this? Climb up upon their walls, beat them down, but destroy them not utterly. Cut off their branches, because they are not the Lord's. And there's a note to cut off the branches. It says that is, make away the wicked people of their city. It says, For unfaithfully have the house of Israel and Judah forsaken me, saith the Lord. They have denied the Lord and said, It is not he, Cush. There shall no misfortune come upon us. We shall see neither sword nor hunger. As for the warning of the prophets, they take it before wind. Yeah, there is none of these which will tell them that such things shall happen unto them. Wherefore, the, uh, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because ye speak such words, behold, the words that are in thy mouth will I turn to fire and make the people to be wood, that it may consume them. Okay, back to Baruch chapter 3. Uh, and not hearken unto the voice of the Lord their God, for the which cause these plagues hang now upon us. O Lord, remember not the wickedness of our fathers, but think upon your power and name, 
now at this time. For you art the Lord our God, and thee, O Lord, will we praise. For thou hast put your fear in our hearts to the intent that we should call upon your name and praise you in our captivity. Okay, we're going to reference to Numbers 4a. And let's see, Numbers. There it is, Numbers 4a. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron and bade them take the sum of the children of Kahath from among the sons of Levi and their kindreds and houses of their fathers from 30 years and above until 50. All that were able to war for to do the work in the tabernacle of witness. This shall be the office of the children of Rahath in the tabernacle of witness, which is most holy. And when the host removeth, Aaron and his sons shall come and take down the veil and cover the ark of witness therewith and shall put thereon a covering of Taurus skins and shall spread cloth that is altogether of jacinth and above all and put the staves thereof in and upon the show table they shall spread abroad a cloth of jacinth and put thereon the dishes spoons flat pieces and pots to pour with and the daily bread shall be thereon and they shall spread upon them a covering of purple and cover the same with the covering of Torah skins and put the staves there, therefore thereof in and they shall take a cloth of jansen and cover the candlestick of light and her lamps and her snuffers and fire pans and all her oil vessels which they occupy about it and shall put upon her and on all her instruments a covering of Torah skins and put it upon staves and upon the golden altar they shall hang on just a second they shall spread a cloth of jansen and put on her staves and they shall take all the things which they occupy to minister within a holy place and put a cloth of jancet upon them and cover them with a covering of Torah skins and put them in staves. And they shall take away the ashes out of the altar and spread a scarlet cloth thereon. Okay, next we're going to Psalms 77a, it looks like. Bear with me, guys. Psalm 77a. Let me make sure that's right. It's LXX7a. LXX. Okay. Here we go. I cried unto God with my voice. Yeah, unto God I cried cried I with my voice, and he heard me. In the time of my trouble, I sought the, the Lord. I held my, up my hands unto him in the night season, for my soul refused all other comfort. When I was in heaviness, I thought upon God. When my heart was vexed, then did I speak Salah. And Salah is like an amen, but with a lot more power. Um, the head... Thou heldest my eyes waking, I was so feeble that I could not speak. 
Then remembered I the times of old and the years that were past. And we're going to continue in Baruch now. Let me see. Okay. And that we might turn from the wickedness of our forefathers that sinned before thee. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity, whereas thou hast scattered us to be an abomination, a curse, and sin. This uh, references to Psalms... 79, it looks like. Let me see. It should be right. Let me make sure. Yep. Okay. It says, O God, the heathen are fallen into thine heritage. The holy temple have they defiled and made Jerusalem a heap of stones. The dead bodies of thy servants have they given unto the souls of the air to be devoured, and the flesh of thy saints unto the beast of the land. Their blood have they shed like water on every side of Jerusalem, and there was no man to bury them. Back to Baruch chapter 3. It says, Like as it happened unto our fathers also, because of all their wickedness and departing from thee. O Israel, hear the commandments of life, ponder them well with thine ears, that thou mayest learn wisdom. Put, but how happened... I'm sorry, but how happeneth it, Israel, that you are in thy enemy's land? Thou art waxen old in a strange country and defiled with the dead. Why are you become like them? They go down to their graves. And we're going to go back to Jeremy 2b. Just bear with me. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy, to be, what, unthink- what unfaithfulness found your fathers in me, that they went so far away from me, falling to lightness and to being so vain. They thought not in their hearts, why have we left the Lord that brought us out of the land of Egypt, that led us through the wilderness, through a desert and rough land, through a dry and a deadly land, yeah, a land that no man had gone through, and wherein no man had dwelt. And when I had brought you into a pleasant, well-builded land, that you might enjoy the fruits and the, all the commodities of the same, you went forth and defiled my land, and brought my heart and brought my heritage to an abomination. The priests themselves said not once, "Where is the Lord?" They that have the law in their hands know me not. The shepherds offend against me. The prophets do service in Baal, B-A-A-L, and follow such things as shall, as shall bring them no profit. And Baal is one of the gods I think they uh, sacrifice children to, if, I don't mis- if I'm not mistaken. Uh, picking back up in Baruch 3, even because thou hast forsaken the will of wisdom, For if thou hadst walked in the way of God, truly thou shouldst have remained still safe in thine own land. Now we're going to Proverbs. Proverbs 1a. Okay, let me make sure. We're going to read two out of Proverbs. Proverbs 1a and then 3a. So, 
Okay, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to learn wisdom, instruction, understanding, prudence, righteousness, judgment, and equity. And for instruction, there is a reference, and it says, Instruction is that which the scholar learneth under his master, whether it be knowledge or manners. So knowledge, knowledge would be of God, manners would be of men. Okay, that the very babes or children might have wits and have and that young men might have knowledge and understanding by hearing the wise man shall come by more wisdom and by experience he shall be more apt to understand a parable and the interpretation thereof the words of the wise and the dark speeches of the same the fear of, of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let's see. And it has a reference to fools. It says, what fool commonly signifieth in the Proverbs, it says, look after in the 12th chapter B. So I'll let you all look that one up. My son, heareth thy father's doctrine. I'm sorry. It says, my son, here are thy father your father's doctrine and forsake not the law of, of thy mother for that shall bring bring grace unto thy head and it says grace for a crown and shall be a chain about your neck my son consent not to unto sinners for they entice thee and say come with us and then I think I'm going to go to Psalm 3a yeah my son, forget not my law, but see that thy heart keep my commandments, for they shall prolong the days and years of your life and bring you peace. Let mercy and faithfulness never go from thee. Bind them about your neck and write them in the tables of your heart. So shall you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and men. Put your trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways have respect unto him, and he shall order your goings. I'm going to read a little further. It also In part B, it also says, Be not wise in thine own conceit, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. So shall thy. says navel be whole and thy bones strong okay coming back to Baruch 3 oh learn the whence I'm sorry let me start oh learn the oh learn the where discretion is where virtue is where understanding is that thou mayest know also from whence cometh long life and necessary living the light of the eyes and quietness Whoever found out her place, or who came ever into her treasures. We're going to go to Psalms 19b. That's another reference, so bear with me. Psalms 19, 12, 13, 18, 19b. There it is. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, 
which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a, as a giant to run his course. It goeth forth from the one end of the heaven, and runneth about unto the same end again. And there may no man hide himself from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is a perfect law. It quickeneth the soul. And just a note, quickeneth is it revives. So it revives the soul. Um, let's see, there's a note here also. It says the law of the Lord is an introduction to live well, commanding that which, commanding that which must be done and forbidding the contrary, unto which the heart of man must favor and desire to do it and exercise himself therein, as it is said in Psalms, it looks like 10a. The testimony of the Lord is true and giveth wisdom unto babes or children or even grown. This is my, I'm going to just talk. Babes, I'm 50 years old and I just started reading this this year. So it's like you can become a new child just by learning, getting into some good, true scripture. Um, okay. Uh, let's see, that passage also referenced Psalm 119c. I'm already in Psalm, so let's see. Let me get back to 119. Uh, 119c. Here we go. O do well unto thy servant, that I may live and keep thy words. Open, open thou my eyes, and so shall I spy out wondrous things in the law. I am a stranger upon earth. O hide not thy commandments from me. My soul breaketh out for the very fervent desire that I have always unto thy judgments. Thou rebukest the proud, cursed are they that depart from your commandments. O turn from me shame and rebuke, for I keep your testimonies. Princes also sit and speak against me, but thy servant is occupied in thy statues. In thy testimonies is my delight. They are my counselors. Okay, back to Baruch chapter 3. Okay, we can read about a paragraph and a half and then we'll reference some more. It says, Where are the princes of the heathen become and, and such as rule the beast upon the earth? They that had their pastime with the fowls of the air, they that hoarded up silver and gold wherein men trust so much and made no end of their gathering. What is worth of them that coined silver and were so careful and could not bring their works to pass? They be rooted out and gone down to hell and other men are come up in their stead. Young men have seen light and dwelt upon earth, but the way of reformation have they not known nor understood the paths thereof. Neither have their children received it. Yeah, right far is it from them. It hath not been heard of in the land of Canaan, neither have it been seen at the Themen. The Argorines sought after wisdom, but that which is earthly, like as, like as the merchants of the land do. They of the Themen are cunning also, and they labor for wisdom and understanding, but the way of true wisdom they know not. 
neither do they think upon the paths thereof. O Israel, how great is the house of God, and how large is the place of his confession. Great is he, and hath none end, high and unmeasurable. Okay, we're going to reference out the Deuteronomy 4c. So let me go back to Deuteronomy. And for right there, Deuteronomy 4c. <coughs> it says, And the Lord commanded me that same season to teach you ordinances and laws, for to do them in the land whether you go to possess it. Take heed unto yourselves diligently, and pertaining unto your souls, for ye saw no manner of image the day when the Lord spoke unto you in Horeb, out, excuse me, out of the fire, let you mar yourselves and make you graven images after whatsoever likeness it be, whether after the likeness of man or woman, and manner any manner beast that is on the earth, or of any manner feathered fowl that flieth in the air, or of any manner worm that creepeth on the earth, or of any manner fish that is in the water beneath the earth. Yeah, and lest thou, I'm sorry, yeah, and lest thou lift, lift up thine eyes unto heaven, and when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, and whatsoever is contained in heaven, Shouldest be, shouldest be deceived, and shouldest bow thyself unto them, and serve the things which the Lord thy God hath distributed unto all nations that are under all quarters of heaven. For the Lord took you and brought you out of the iron furnace of Egypt. And it says, let me reference to that. It says, uh, by the iron furnaces understand anguish and grief, sorrow, and carefulness of heart and that references that reference actually references to a couple more chapters but um, the Lord God brought you out of the iron furnace of Egypt to be unto him a people of inheritance as it come to pass this day furthermore the Lord was angry with me for your sakes and swore that I should not go over Jordan and that I should not go into that good land which the Lord thy God giveth thee to inheritance for I must die in this land and shall not go over Jordan but you shall go over and conquer that good land take heed unto yourselves therefore that you forget not the appointment of the Lord your God which he made with you okay we're back to Baruch chapter 3 the next reference is Jeremy 20, 23d it looks like Jeremy 23D. All right, just bear with me one second. Jeremy 23D. And therefore the Lord of hosts giveth you this warning. Hear not the words of the prophets that preach unto you and deceive you. For they speak the meaning of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. They say unto them that despise me, the Lord has spoken it, Cush, you shall prosper right well. And unto all them that walk after the lust of their own heart, they say, Cush, there shall no misfortune happen to you. 
For who hath sitten in the counsel of the Lord that he hath heard and understood what he is about to do? Who hath marked his device and heard it? Behold, the stormy weather of the Lord, that is, his indignation, shall go forth and shall fall down upon the head of the ungodly. And the wrath of the Lord shall not turn again until he perform and fulfill the thought of his heart. And in the latter days he shall know his meaning. And the next is Psalms 100 and... Hang on, let me turn to it. Uh, Psalm, it's CX... L5, so that's 145, I think. I'm not sure. Hang on. I don't know if it goes that far. Hang on. CXL. Yeah, it does. CXL. C. So we're at Psalm 145A. I will magnify thee, O God, my King. I will praise thy name forever. Every day will I give thanks unto thee and praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and marvelous worthy to be praised. There is no end of his greatness. One generation shall praise thy works unto another and declare thy power. As for me, I will be talking of thy worthy Hold on. I'm sorry. As for me, I will be talking of thy worship, thy glory, thy praise, and wondrous works. Back to Baruch chapter 3. What has become of those famous giants? And in the Bible, in another verse, giants, it is it defined it. In the Matthews Bible, giants are not giant people. It's just giants are like the powerful, like the rulers of the world, the, well, the powerful people. Uh, the ones in charge of power to rule other people. So what has become of those famous giants that were so great of bodies and so worthy men of war? Those had not the Lord chosen, neither have they found the way of reformation. Therefore were they destroyed, and for so much as they had no wisdom, they perished because of their foolishness. Who hath gone up into heaven to take wisdom there? and brought her down from the clouds? Who hath gone over the sea to find her, and hath chosen her above gold, and so brought her hither? No man knoweth the ways of wisdom, neither is there any that can seek out her paths. But he that wanteth all things knoweth her, and he hath found her out with, with his foreknowledge. The same is he which prepared the earth at the beginning and filled it with all manner of fowls and beasts. Okay, we're going to go. That references to Genesis, the whole chapter 1. Just, uh, I'm going to let you all read that. Uh, Hopefully it's a Matthew's Bible. Joshua 1c is the next reference. And while I'm flipping, I will say the Old Testament is not as corrupt, but it still is corrupt. I'm, uh, hang on, I got Miss. Hold on, Joshua's back in the Old Testament. 
All right, Joshua 1c. This is the reference after Genesis 1. Joshua 1c says, But record therein day and night that thou mayest be circumspect to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have understanding. Behold, I have said unto thee, Be strong and bold, neither fear nor dread. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever you goest. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Go through the midst of the host and command the people, saying, Prepare ye vittles, for after three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go and enjoy the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. And unto the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh spake Joshua, saying, Remember that which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God hath given you a rest, and hath given you this land. Let your wives, your children, and your cattle remain in the land which Moses gave you on this, on this side, Jordan. Okay. And then we're going to go to Isaiah 38b. Oops. Isaiah 38b. Isaiah 38b. It says, For I will defend the city and take thee this token of the Lord that he will do it as he has spoken. Behold, I will return the shadow of Ahaz-dial that now is laid out with the sun and bring it ten degrees backward. So the sun turned ten degrees backward. That which he was descended afore. And then we're going to go to Ecclesiasticus. This is in the Apocrypha 46a. That's just a couple pages away, I think. 46a. 46a. Yep. Okay. It says, mainly a strong in battle. I'm sorry. Manly and strong in battle was Jesus, the son of... It's, it looks like... N-A-V-E, Nav, which instead of Moses the prophet was given to be captain of the people, which according unto his name was a great savior unto the elect of God to punish the enemies that rose up against Israel, that Israel might obtain their inheritance. Oh, how great, noble, and excellent was he when he lift up his hand and drew out his sword against the cities who stood so manly before him, for the Lord himself brought unto the enemies, stood not the sun still at his commandment. And one day was, a long, was as long as two. He called upon the highest and most mighty when the enemies pressed upon him on every side. And the, <clears throat> and the Lord heard him with the hailstones. They smote the heathenish people mightily. And in falling down, they slew all the adversaries, so that the heathen knew his host and all his defense that the Lord himself fought against them, for he lowed upon the mighty men of them. Okay. And then, picking up in Baruch chapter 3, 
This same is he which prepared the earth at the beginning and filled it with all manner of fowls and beasts. When he sendeth out the light, it goeth, and when he calleth it again, it obeyeth, it obeys him with fear. The stars keep their watch and give their light, yeah, and that gladly. When he calleth them, they say, Here we be. And so with cheerfulness they show light unto him that made them. This is our God, and there shall none other be compared unto him. It is he that hath found out all wisdom, and he given her unto Jacob his servant, and to Israel his beloved. Afterward did he show himself upon earth and dwell among men. And we've got four more references to Psalms 148, 148a. Let me try and do this expediently. Psalms, I should be pretty close. Okay, here we go. I think I got it. Let me just make sure I'm on the right song. Yeah, 148A. It's the next, well, close to the end. It says, uh, praise the everlasting. Oh, praise the Lord of heaven. Praise him in the height. Praise him, all you angels of his. Praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars and light. Praise him, all ye heavens, and ye waters that be under the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were made. He hath made them so f- he had he hath made them fast forever and ever. He hath given them a law which shall not be broken. Praise the Lord upon earth. You well, fishes and all depths fire and hail, snow and vapors, wind and storm, fulfilling his word. And it goes back to Deuteronomy 4a. Bear with me. Deuteronomy 4a, it says, And now hearken Israel unto the ordinances and laws which I teach you, for to do them, that you may live and go and conquer the land which the Lord of your fathers giveth you. Ye shall put nothing unto the word which I command you, neither do aught therefrom, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Now that's a pretty, I'm stopping uh, the reading in Deuteronomy because that's a pretty, uh, that's where the corruption of the Bibles come from. It says, ye shall not put nothing unto the word which I command you, neither do aught which is take away therefore. And this also has a reference it says, to put, to put to the word and to take away therefore, therefrom is to judges think otherwise of the will of God than it is, than is showed in the scripture. And that references as in Deuteronomy 12d and Proverbs 30a. So even in the Bible, it warns us of corrupt, uh, to look out for corrupt scripture. Uh, I'm going to continue. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did unto Baal Peor. Baal Peor was the, just do a Google search on Wikipedia or something. I think he was the God that um, 
people worshiped and they uh, took their kids to and uh, killed them and gave them, threw them into the, I don't know, to the image. Uh, For all the men that followed Baal Peor, the Lord your God hath destroyed from among you. But ye that clave unto the Lord your God are alive every one of you this day. Behold, I have taught you ordinances and laws such as the Lord my God commanded me that ye should do even so in the land whether you go to possess it. Keep them therefore and do them for that is your wisdom and understanding in the sight of the nations which when they have heard all these ordinances shall say, Oh, what a wise and understanding people is this great nation. For what nation is so great that hath God so nigh unto him, as the Lord our God is nigh unto us in all things which we call unto him. And what nation is so great that hath ordinances and laws so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? And we're going back to Baruch, and it references this last little few sentences it also references out to we're going to go to the new testament john 1a and john 1a says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by it and without it was made nothing that was made in it was life and the life was the light of men And the light shineth in the darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not. There's a note to the light. It says, The light shineth in the darkness, and see, by the light is understand Christ, and by the darkness ungodly and unbelieving men among whom Christ came, and they received him not. And it references Ephesians 4d. And just remember, too, the word because the word is what we're reading right now. So to me, this tells me that the word gives us life, uh, understanding, knowledge, etc. I'm continuing uh, 1 John A. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came as a witness to bear witness of the light, which was Jesus, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but to bear witness of the light, that was a true light which lighteth all men that come into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and yet the world knew him not. And that reference is, the world knew him not, the world is here taken for the people of the world. And it says, he came among his own, and his own received him not, but as many received him, To them he gave power to be the sons of God in that they believed on his name. And it says also, which were born not, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor yet of the will of man, but of God. And the last reference is 1 John 1a. So let's see, we're back in the New Testament. 1 John 1a. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. Now this is John. That, to me, this is John. Being, he's witnessing. <laughs> which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of the life. For the life appeared, and we have seen and bear witness 
and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and appeared unto us, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you that you may have fellowship with us and that our fellowship may be with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. And it, a side note, it just says, John here, as in his gospel, and as Paul and Peter in their epistles teach, teacheth first the justifying of faith and that all mercy cometh by Christ only without all other respect and then what our duty is to do again for that kindness sake. And that is the end. I'm going to reread this little section of the end of Baruch. It says, and so with cheerfulness they sh show light unto him that made him, talking of the stars. It says, this is our God, and there shall none other be compared unto him. It is he that hath found all, out all wisdom, and hath given her unto Jacob his servant, and to Israel his beloved. Afterward did he show himself upon earth, and dwelt upon men. And that's it for this section. Um, and this podcast, I just want to remind everybody, this podcast is new to me. I'm not a professional or anything. I'm not doing this uh, for you guys to send money to me. The only investment I would encourage is that you search out and find a 1537 Matthews Bible and uh, go from there. Uh, but good luck. And amen. Amen. <laughs>